I better not be able to hear you eating that fucking cup of soup while we're recording. What the fuck's sake, it's got croutons in it. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm mixing my cup of soup, okay, I'll stop. Bitch, you better hurry the fuck up. Um, just mix it and then let me know when you're ready to go. I'm ready to go, I mixed it. It's blended. But I can't <laughs> drink it because there's croutons in there. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can try and get away with it. I- I'm gonna look at <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Two Fat Bitches. I'm your host, Zion. And I'm your host, Taylor. I guess, yeah, we'll just get started with who the fuck are we? And who the fuck are you? I'm Zion. I'm 28. Yeah, I know I'm getting old. Probably having a quarter life crisis is why the fuck else would we be doing this podcast? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I currently live in London, literally in my room because it's Corona and nobody is fucking going anywhere. It's not like Uh, you socialized anyway. (laughs) Literally, I (laughs) live in my room 24 7 until i'm free stone lighter then everyone's gonna fucking know about it right (laughs) i'm secretly like corona let's last a couple more years i am good (laughs) i've got my snacks i've got my fucking ipad i've got everything i need but yeah, I work in project management. I'm not going to give the company name because they will definitely not want to be associated with us. <laughs> oh, so They're the going to pay you to take it down. Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, definitely after the shit we're going to reveal. <laughs> but to be fair, I did have my Zoom Christmas party the other day. Um, and I thought it'd be a fucking great idea to tell everyone, including my manager, including my CEO, the whole fucking company that... I got arrested when I was 13 for shoplifting. You're lying. I am not fucking lying. You I could get no bitch. Literally, I was watching myself do it and I was like, shut the fuck up. Don't, <laughs> Don't do, it. do it. Shut Don't the fuck, fuck up. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. That's what I'm doing. Just doing that nine to five life like everyone else. Um, sounds pretty bland, but I promise you this podcast will not be bland. Um, but yeah, I'll let Taylor introduce herself and then we can get into what the podcast is actually about hi i'm taylor possibly the reason this podcast will not be bland i'm 27 i just moved back to england i'm currently living with my nan living the dream at 27 yes yes girl young and youthful where did you move from so i lived in milton Keynes most of my life but when i was 15 i actually moved to america orlando florida the american dream the american dream double cheeseburgers fries white picket fences (laughs) and all of that and now i'm here being a fat bitch at my nan's house (laughs) that american dream faded real quick goals if i'm not who you aspire to be when you are 27 you are fucking failing at life (laughs) move in with your nan if you've already got a mortgage fucking sell that shit move move in with your nan (laughs) (laughs) that is the dream so yeah if the american dream didn't teach you anything this is what it fucking does (laughs) because let me tell you i used to live in america too we both actually lived in florida but at different times and look, really? we're both fucking back here. I'm sat in my fucking bedroom, in a room I rent which costs half my fucking salary as I live in London. This is the UK dream. This is what life is fucking about. I, but I don't want either. Can I get a refund? I want a refund on life, like, mum. 
my mama should have swallowed me i didn't ask to be here honestly earlier i was sat working and like my little mini desk because yeah it's corona i'm working from home i have a nice view of canary wharf but yeah i sat in my room like a lone soldier just minding (laughs) my business doing my job i love obviously like money doesn't motivate you oh god i want free money that is what i'm after because you know this is me now like another 50 years if you've got another 50 years left in you because i know you'd be loving your weekend sesh i know you do (laughs) give me that sesh (laughs) to be fair though i'm not the live for the weekend type of girl i actually do love making the most of my weeks you know running all sort of creative projects like this fucking podcast for example but yeah sometimes i'm just like fuck life is really hard and i look out on my balcony and i'm like let me just jump the fuck off I believe I can fly. <laughs> I may sound ungrateful. Yes, I know I live in the first world. I have food in my fridge. That you, if you don't eat it all, then you have food in your fridge. <laughs> I have food in my fridge until fucking 10 a.m. and then I've got to go out and get some more. Shelter on my back. A decent, decent job. I'm living in one of the best cities in the world, but... <laughs> you're an ungrateful bitch. That's what. But you're an ungrateful bitch. I'm fucking grateful, right? Which is why brings us to why we're here. It brings <laughs> yeah. us to why we are here. Let that smoothly <laughs> transitions into why the fuck do I feel like sometimes I want to jump off my balcony? The trauma. fucking trauma. Yep, trauma. <laughs> trauma. I am telling you, my life seems bland now. Trust me, but I have worked hard to get it this bland and now your knees are hurting your (laughs) mouth is sore that is right my mouth is fucking sore (laughs) but you know i'm actually loving every bit of this vanilla ice cream because trust me when i was living that so-called american dream living out of a fucking car with my family that ice cream tasted like sewage water okay (laughs) sewage water well, that's because probably you had a Wendy's Frosty and it wasn't really ice cream. You got the wrong one. <laughs> Bitch, I couldn't even afford that shit. We had to <laughs> beg for it. <laughs> so, moving on. Obviously, as we just described, we seem like very well put together girls. We've got a job down. We're healthy. Or well, at least we'll try to be healthy. <laughs> that ain't going so well. <laughs> it hasn't been for the past 27 years. But I will get into that. <laughs> I guess you're all asking, or maybe some of you are. Bitch, no maybe... one's asking. <laughs> <laughs> no one is asking because we have zero listeners. <laughs> But we'll try, we'll try. Um, so yeah, how the fuck did we get here? How the fuck did we make it here? Alive. <laughs> Alive. Some fucked up shit has happened. Some real fucked up shit has gone down. <laughs> down, down, down. My knees are hurting. My mouth is hurting. My fucking <laughs> back is hurting. We actually come from very different backgrounds. I'm sure if you were to describe my background to someone, have you ever heard the phrase a silver spoon? (laughs) No, I'm too fucking poor. (laughs) Well, honey, then you (laughs) won't know about this silver spoon with the flakes of gold. (laughs) Flakes 
of gold. Shit, the only place I know are fucking frosted flakes. <laughs> oh, you can't eat you can't eat frosted flakes with this gold spoon. Oh like, shit. This is for caviar. <laughs> Wait, what? Ca- cavi- caviar. Ca- caviar. Caviar. Shit, my brain cannot <laughs> comprehend that word. I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I'm speaking in broken knees for you, baby, because that's you both. <laughs> I was born into a pretty well-off family. I moved to America. We lived in a huge house, pools, jet skis, everything else. Everything. <laughs> so basically... When Dorothy fucking clicked her ruby red slippers <laughs> and was like, take me home, take me home. That's Taylor getting hand-delivered by a fucking private jet. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm getting thrown out the back of a lorry. Damn, life gave me the good cards. <laughs> it really did. It really fucking did. But you know what? Like, as much as you've said that, you know, you recognise your privilege. Your parents are super down to earth as well. Um, Yeah, they've massively helped me over the years. But yeah, I think, like, your granddad set up a business. Your mum built a successful business as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think your dad didn't come from money, though, right? No, you're right. He didn't. He just leached off my mom. That divorce money came in good. The alimony house, the alimony pup. <laughs> so what was your life like growing up, sweetheart? So, yeah, I come from a very modest background. <laughs> <laughs> I am screaming. I may sound well put together definitely the educated one <laughs> i may sound educated degree educated doctor educated doctoral degrees <laughs> phd call me dr z sophisticated <laughs> sophisticated classy carry on yes we are here for you <laughs> but yeah that is not the story i'm just gonna talk about my immediate family because the family tree is fucking complicated oh that yeah. tree needs Every- a whole fuck your tree <laughs> Sorry, is a forest it needs a whole fucking forest. <laughs> so I'm one of the oldest of six. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, they literally flew out by the time my mum had the sixth one. I kid you not. Like, I was at my sister's birth, my littlest sister. She's now 15. Um, yeah, so I was like my mum's birthing partner at 12. We just moved back from Florida and my mum and stepdad had got a divorced. I don't know um, if that's sad or cute. Like, I want to be like, oh. But then I don't know, like, if it was cute. So I'm just going to shut the fuck up. No, to be fair, I feel like it was cute. Yeah, but, like... but it must have been a lot to see when, like, you know, you're young and you just see a baby, like, shoot out like a rocket and doctor's <laughs> midair trying to catch it. Like an NFL yeah, to be fair, though, like, at 12, I already have my doctorate. So. Oh, definitely. Higher education of life, honey. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I basically helped deliver my sister. I think my mum, though, she was doing it to sort of, like, warm me off kids. Don't do it. <laughs> like, literally, like, don't do it. This shit hurts. <laughs> but I fucking kid you not, that child flew out. It was a three-hour labour, and she flew out straight into my fucking hands. Like, she came out, done a whole left turn, and was like, you... <laughs> literally like my mum has a massive vagina no I'm <laughs> I'm joking I am fucking joking but yeah back to me um, we're here for you. We're... exactly <laughs> but yeah so growing up my dad was sort of in the picture when I was younger not really too much 
Where's my dad now? Who fucking knows? If we find him. He's with my dad. They're both together. What do you mean? <laughs> they are living off that alimony. They're in fucking Spain, living it up. Cheers <laughs> into no children. Living their best life. Cheers into not having a vagina. <laughs> and not having to deal with those damn kids. <laughs> when I'm older, I aspire to be like my dad. Like, goodbye, Jaden. <laughs> That's my five-year-old son, by the way. Fuck them kids. Yeah, Taylor has a five. Wait, what five? Oh, yeah, he's five in February. No way. Yes. Time flies when you're doing nothing but eating off of that silver spoon. (laughs) Fly. Silver airways. Anyway, Taylor, stop stealing my fucking moment. I'm so sorry, girl. Go ahead. It's your time to shine. This little light of yours. (laughs) It's my time. Someone give me a fucking spotlight. Do you want a drum roll instead? (laughs) Please, please. So, yeah, to be fair, let's speed it up because no one fucking cares. Girl, carry on. So, yeah, I don't know where my fucking dad is. Um, I did have an evil stepdad. (laughs) So, basically, I'm Snow White, but black. (laughs) And I'm equally as angelic, right? (laughs) Girl! Yeah, I had a pretty tough upbringing, suffered many forms of abuse, we were poor. So basically, you was brought up in the hood because you had no other choice but to live in the hood. But I was in the hood because I wanted to be with you in the hood. (laughs) And that's how we met. (laughs) 11 years old, 11 years old, gang gang. (laughs) 11. Wait, I don't think it was that young. It was because you're a year older than me. No, 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 but we're in the same school. Yeah, year. I know, but I was 11 and you was 12. Oh, oh, okay, right, right. Yeah, so like we we met in secondary school. So basically, all of these bad decisions we're going to talk about on this podcast is yeah. because of you. You caused every <laughs> single one of them. Oh, right. Being the, <laughs> being the older influencer with a doctoral degree at 11, 12, you caused all this trauma. <laughs> and because I'm from the hood, right? Girl, we're only 13 minutes in. It was too early to throw shade. I was taking the same. That it. silver spoon you're holding is now bronze, <laughs> rusty. It's turned into my crack spoon. Ignore the lighter marks underneath it. Crack spoon, cat spoon, get it out. Let's go. Not smoke. <laughs> But yeah, I guess, how the fuck did we meet? I'm not really sure. Do you remember how we first met? Well, obviously, now we fucking met. We went to the same <laughs> Lord Grey, big up the man, them. Literally massive, big up. <laughs> okay, don't ever let me fucking do that again. I know I'm from the hoods, but yeah, just me doing that is just not fucking cute. I'll leave it to me then. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it to the wannabe hood rat. I'll take that too. <laughs> take it. Take it. Give me that fucking silver spoon bitch the spoon is mine <laughs> um so yeah we went to the same secondary school um i think we were introduced by a mutual friend but yeah i think we just realized that we were too funny down to a girl magical <laughs> yeah it was magical yeah i feel like we clicked straight away i just think it was really interesting how we're from two like completely different backgrounds and we just totally clicked it's because the chemistry and pussy juices were flowing yeah the pussy juices were flowing at 11 years old <laughs> but yeah, I feel like you have a really memorable story on how we met, or at least like yeah. how we became close. Yeah, I do. One of my first memories together, I know you feel this is a little later in life, but depression is a bitch, and I've lost <laughs> most of my memories. 
So, like, my first memory of us hanging out is when we went to the Lord Grey vs. Leon riot in the field across the street. Absolute fucking madness. <laughs> Just to um, set the scene, Lord Grey at the time was one of the worst schools in Milton Keynes. And, like, I think it was, like, the second to worst school. And Leon being the first. Yeah, yeah, basically. But, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, it was fucking madness. It was, like, the Battle of the Titans. Fucking Hercules was there. Fucking Zeus the came Hulk. down. Hulk, Superman, the lot. <laughs> like, who arranges this shit? Like, who? The mafia <laughs> bosses of Lord Grey and Leon that are, like, yeah, call in the troops. We are war ready. We are fucking day. ready. I've got my fucking... Sword, I'm on my horse. <laughs> Shield and armor attire this date, this time. It is going down. Loki, I think that the head teachers were calling the shots. Got teachers placing bets like, yeah, 10 pound little Susan gonna come back fucked up. Yeah, it's the fucking system. I'm telling you, we were at the worst school in Milton Keynes. They're trying to keep us down. How the fuck did I end up there? Like, why was I not at a private school, mum, you cheap bitch? <laughs> But anyways, I remember us going with another group of friends and all of a sudden, Leon just came running across the field. Mate, I'm pretty sure that year sixes that hadn't even fucking started secondary school attended (laughs) and pledged their allegiance to Leon. And the amount of people charging was fucking crazy. Literally, like, we were on our horses. We had our swords. (laughs) No, they They had fucking bulldozers they had a fucking <laughs> army tanks <laughs> shotguns fucking silencers they were ready they all were of it ready. so i remember looking at you like this is it it's our final goodbyes we just like <laughs> click goodbye so young it's so cruel it's so cruel i don't know what happened but lord gray was getting their asses handed to them so we all started running and you was so much faster than me. You was gone. Like, yeah. You was gone. <laughs> yeah, because I'm black. We run fast. <laughs> I didn't get that memo either. <laughs> when my mum put me in the hood school. <laughs> <laughs> then there were these kids on skates chasing us down. And for some reason skates. we ended up apart. Skates. Rollerblades, mate. They Your were fucking A1. ready. So we ended up apart and I was all alone. And there was oh, they're beside me. <laughs> I remember hiding under a car in a random person's driveway. <laughs> I watched these rollerblades and skates and skateboards just zoom by. Like, like go get the other one. <laughs> I ain't under here. And a little girl came outside and I was like making like shooting gestures. I was like, I'm not from here. I'm not from around here. You I was like, in the hood. He was like, I've got a silver spoon to prove it. <laughs> She must have grown up to think I was the local pedo. I remained under that car for what felt like centuries. Finally, I manned up and I got out and I walked myself home. And the next day we were just exchanging stories on what happened, where you ended up. I think that's the moment I was like, yes, this bitch is my cup of tea. Even though I left you on your own. That's what I'm all about. You're all here for the chase. You're here for the chase. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Survival of the fittest. But yeah, no, I do remember those fights. And I do remember the Leon one, but I just don't remember that being one of my first memories. I feel like that came like a year later or two. I told you, depression's a bitch. I just can't remember shit no more. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, my memory's gone too, but mine's not just the depression, it's the fucking drugs, the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I did go to uni. Yeah, I did get a degree. Do I remember what I did? 
No, I fucking don't. Do I remember being there? (laughs) Are you still having to send pics and suck dick for money? Bitch. Absolutely. I'm still sucking dick for free. I haven't stooped that low yet. Thank you, Silver Spoon. (laughs) So my story is a bit different. I don't think it's the first time we met, but I feel like it's one of those key memories that I have in my head. And I remember just feeling like, yeah, this girl's my bitch. Not as in like prison bitch. (laughs) Like dominatrix? (laughs) Yeah, no, just like this girl is my home girl. Damn, I was hoping for the other. Sorry. So yeah, the story that really sticks out for me is when we were at a sleepover. It was either your sleepover or a friend's sleepover, whatever. So Taylor is sat. We're playing one of those fucking dumb games that bitches play when you're 12, 13. Like, truth or dare, never have I ever. I I still love both of those. Yeah, same, same. Loki, same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're sat playing some... I don't even know how this one came about, but this was like a really traumatic story that like you tell like your bestest bestest friends and you hope that you've got that shoulder that they want to fucking cry on yeah so anyway so we're here taylor's telling her story these bitches are laughing i'm joining in you're you're joining in with my trauma or with the laughing oh bitch i'm joining in with the laughing (gasps) (laughs) fucking no i know fucking shady i know it has literally killed me all these fucking years i'm sat there like laughing out of awkwardness no wonder i'm still fucked in the head like my best friend laughed at my trauma (laughs) that's probably it trust issues that's where they stem from no wonder i fall for narcissists like my best friend's one number one sitting right here (laughs) so you're telling this story and although on the outside i'm fucking laughing on the inside i felt like there was a lot of shit which at the time i wasn't ready to deal with but yeah. things that you were saying were like really spoke to me and I was sort of I like, was preaching you you was preaching <laughs> I was sort of like wow shit I'm not the only one that's been through this shit I don't know if that's like the exact things that I was thinking but I think that was like somewhere deep 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 in the sub sub subconscious <laughs> deep deep yep. deep in the unconscious <laughs> no subconscious no unconscious so. to be honest I think you're right but yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah so like I remember from that day thinking damn not only is this girl funny she's fucked up too (laughs) (laughs) I'll take one (laughs) but oh my god this just popped another memory into my head do you remember it's my birthday and I'll cry if I want to (laughs) yes and who cried not because they wanted to but because I made the bitch (laughs) yes I remember (laughs) so I had an amazing 12th birthday it may have been 13th because I had a pink limo yes yes it was your 13th birthday Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to set the scene. Set it. Set it. <laughs> so this is Silver Spoon at its finest. You better light it up. There was chandeliers and gold flake <laughs> silver spoon. Taylor is 13. She gets a whole fucking pink stretch limo and fucking champagne to, dr- to drive <laughs> us around Milton Keynes for over an hour. For no other reason except for the fact that it's her fucking birthday. <laughs> oh my god and that was the first time i went to nando's oh my god you're welcome <laughs> yeah because we didn't go out to eat because we were poor oh my god i changed your life and i didn't even know it <laughs> yeah and you didn't even know it in more ways than one. Oh. <laughs> 
Yes. But do you know what I remember specifically from being in that limo? That silver spoon life is the best life. <laughs> yeah, that too. That fucking silver spoon sip champagne <laughs> was fucking banging. To be fair, I feel like it was non-alcoholic champagne, but we definitely, definitely snuck in some fucking vodkas, some fucking WKDs, white lightning. <laughs> Amen, all of that. <laughs> it was going off. But yeah, once again, we were playing that fucking truth or dare game. And what's the dare? What's the dare? For 13-year-old Taylor to get her tits out and flush her double Ds out the limo. Did I do it? Absolutely. Absolutely, she fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even need to think about that one. I know if it involves getting your tits out, I fucking did it. <laughs> she stuck her double Ds out the window. We are wasted at 13 years old in the back of this limo. And we get back to your house. And I remember having a singing competition. Girl, you love to sign. <laughs> like, once again, it's Taylor's birthday, but I'll have the fucking attention. I need the light, this little light of mine. <laughs> so I feel like we were having a singing competition. It was me and our friends. We were singing Rihanna, story of my life. <laughs> like, it's all about me. I'm in the music video. I remember singing, and then you wanted to go to sleep. We were fucking drunk. And I was like, I'm fucking drunk. I'm not going to sleep. So I was literally like, it's not you your party is my party did you get the pink limo bitch <laughs> no bitch did i ever get a pink limo again no oh that's so sad <laughs> so taylor's angry crying because we wouldn't sleep then i start singing to taylor it's my birthday and i'll cry if i want to which led me to fucking cry more <laughs> taylor cries more do you know what i don't even remember feeling bad that's how much of a fucking bitch i must have been psychopath and do you know what that's why you never got another fucking limo because when i moved to america i had another limo come and pick me up and take me to the airport with champagne again taylor that is not why it's because you're fucking rich <laughs> I just thought it was good fucking karma. <laughs> no, bitch, you have those coins in your back pocket. <laughs> That's why I'm still fucking struggling because with this face and this fucking intelligence, why the fuck am I not a millionaire right now? Bitch, it's the body. Your body is not shaped like a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, it is the body. We are not called the two fat bitches for no reason. No, it is all for a reason and a greater purpose. A purpose. God was like, I'll give you the beauty and the brains. But you need a flaw. Right. So God was like, <laughs> we're going to slow that metabolism right down unworkable metabolism <laughs> i wish i could fucking plug myself into machine and then it just works out for me i need that in my fucking life i wish i was the salad girl i wake up every day like i'm gonna be the fucking salad girl today but what am i the depressed fat bitch <laughs> exactly <laughs> the depressed fat bitch girl the two pizzas girl that i'm gonna eat a whole tin of biscuits girl that i'm gonna order a delivery for breakfast lunch and fucking dinner girl do you know what we actually need a whole segment on this because I have the same problem but for me I hide it I hide my wrappers I hide my pizza boxes you did not see it it never happened out of sight out of mind the calories don't count so what did I do the other day what did you do so I've been on a diet since I came out the fucking womb same but my latest one I'm trying to do like clean eating so only eating naughty on one day out of the week so I've been doing really well have you though bitch I lost 5.7 pounds last month Woo! can I get a clap from your hands not your vagina oh wait hold on never mind let me try that again was that better 
yeah better so I was in my room feeling sorry for myself as I do like oh my life's so hard I'm sitting with my view of canary wolf my view of canary wolf my fucking <laughs> balcony life is fucking tough so I was sitting on my bed I think my flatmates were downstairs watching tv then a thought just came over me do you know what You've been doing really well, but you deserve some fucking cake. The devil is alive and he is a liar. (laughs) The devil. The devil is a fucking liar. And he lives in my head rent free. I told you I'm going to pray for you. I rebuked (laughs) it in the name of Jesus. I rebuked it. (laughs) Bitch, you've been praying to the fucking devil. That's why I've not lost any weight. (laughs) Bitch, that's your devil. That ain't mine. (laughs) So I go to the shop and I'm like, I'll be back, girls. I'm just going for a walk, you know, getting my Fitbit steps in. Wink, wink. So I'm on my way to the shop and I'm like, what does the devil want to eat today? I don't know. You tell me, devil. (laughs) So me and the devil, hand in hand, we're walking to the shop. We go in the shop. We're skipping down the aisles together. Do we fancy cheesecakes, croissants, bagels? (laughs) I'm like, that's going in my basket. That's going in my basket. (laughs) So to be fair, it actually wasn't that bad. I think I came out with like a couple of fish cakes and some cheesecake, but I was like, oh, oh wait, actually that was a that was a lie. You're even fucking lying now. <laughs> I've got so good at lying to myself. Those calories <laughs> don't fucking count. Own it, bitch. So I came out of the store with some fish cakes, a cheesecake, uh-huh. and a box of Pringles. Mm-hmm. So from one eating disorder girl to another, what's the best way to go about my mission getting the food home? If my vagina is as big as you said your mum's was, I'd probably put the Pringles in there. I'd go for that. (laughs) Okay, so that was plan B. Plan A was to eat the Pringles on the way home, hide the evidence. That's actually the most perfect love story I've ever heard. So that's what me and the devil did. He got out a Pringle, I opened wide, we ate it together. It was fucking great. Um, So yeah, I'm getting near the house and I'm like, wow, I don't know if I can eat any more Pringles. I'm kind of full. Your ass was full. (laughs) (laughs) For a second. For a quick second, okay? Okay. For a quick second. My ass was full. Um, But I've realised that my coat pocket has holes in the bottom. Holes big enough to fit a Pringle button. This really is turning out to be the best love story I've ever fucking heard. So the Pringles box slipped in. It's all aligning. So I go upstairs. Did you just say silver lining? No, I said it was all aligning. Stop talking about my silver spoon, bitch. You're not taking it. Because <laughs> I was like, that's a good partner. It is a silver lining as well. But I forgot the silver spoon was yours. So I'll subtract that from the story. So I get inside looking all skinny. I put my coat up. I Wait, pause. Bus- you was looking skinny. <laughs> Bitch, let me have my moment. Okay, sorry, your light's back on. <laughs> I walk into this kitchen with my skinny fish cakes and put them in my skinny oven and sit down with my skinny ass and watch some skinny films with my skinny housemates. Okay. Okay, sounds like a fucking facts. Facts, facts, facts. Everything but, but you being skinny, yeah. <laughs> so we're sat watching films and I'm like, oh my fucking God, the cheesecakes are still in the coat. It's going to go fucking warm. Not warm cheesecake. No. Who the fuck eats cheesecake warm? 
I know you didn't let it go warm. I know your big ass did not let it go warm. <laughs> no, it's not a fucking souffle. No, it's not a fucking apple crumble. You don't want to eat that shit warm. No, I want that shit cold. Right. So what did you do? So what do I do? I roll my fat ass off that sofa. Well, thank walk- God you didn't say skinny. <laughs> I walk up the stairs with my coat. That has Pringles inside. I walk up as quietly as possible. So you don't hear those Pringles sliding up and down the can. Then I hang my coat up. I take the Pringles. No, sorry, not the Pringles. You've already finished the Pringles by this time. Exactly. I've finished them. They're coming out my arsehole. <laughs> Actually, no, they're fucking not because of the metabolism God gave me. No, no, no. That's clogged in there for three days. <laughs> three Solid. fucking days. Three days. To be fair, I don't know why I'm trying to blame it on my metabolism. It's probably from all the shit I eat and all the fiber I don't eat. And that's probably why it's not coming out the other end. Let's not be negative, girl. It's the metabolism. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. So I get my cheesecake, I open my balcony door and I sip my cheesecake on a plant pot because it's fucking cold in London. We're talking negative degrees, ice, ice. So you got an outdoor freezer for free? I've got an outdoor freezer and nobody has to know about it. That is fucking genius. So for all you bitches out there with a fat girl eating disorder, buy a balcony. Outside is your friend. You don't have to work out outside. You can put cheesecake outside. <laughs> Amen, bitch. <laughs> Tip number one, don't stay in the sunshine state of Florida. Move to ice cold London where the outside is your friend. See, it's different for me because obviously over there, I lived on my own and was in control of like what food I buy. But obviously I can't do that at my nan coming from someone who loves a snack just the one correction loves some snacks <laughs> it's harder for me to control so i've noticed myself like i'll go get a snack and i'll hide the wrapper and the yes. more i noticed it more and more and more i'm like fuck i've got an issue like i'm hiding wrappers and you're hiding cheesecakes yeah like it, it's not normal like this is a serious problem like i remember texting you about it like listen I'm doing this weird shit that I've never done in my life. Never done in your life. (laughs) Never in my life. (laughs) Okay, so when I was younger and I had just moved to America, like I had this weird little accent and not many people liked me. Like, I don't know why. I thought it was just because I was super thick and super fine. So I started on my bulimic journey. Okay, okay, okay. Trigger warning for anyone with the eating disorder. You might want to skip this section and the whole fucking podcast altogether. <laughs> so I made my 12-year-old sister go on this journey with me because why would <gasps> I want to do it alone? Taylor. Yep. Every time we'd eat, I'd make her chug two glasses of salt water and we'd be in the bathroom like... <laughs> <laughs> And we'd throw it up. We'd write our weight down on this mirror. She had this long mirror in her bedroom. And honestly, I've never been so skinny in my life. I might have to take it back up. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, I remember that because I remember coming to visit you. So like me and you have always struggled with our weight, even to the point where we'd like secretly be in competitions with each other of who could be the fucking skinniest. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And if one of us was the skinniest, you could fucking, like I could read it on your face. You fucking loved it. Oh no, you haven't lost any weight this month. That's so sad. I'm the skinny one. Oh my God. (laughs) You fucking loved it. Loved it, lived it, bitch. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. (laughs) like I remember coming to visit you and being like damn this bitch has lost some weight where the fuck was my memo oh girl I couldn't give it to you because you would have been the skinny one it was for me (laughs) so yeah it's sort of come to me that like 
I've always had some sort of eating disorder. Yeah, I I have definitely, definitely like always had one. But yeah, I feel like I know where mine stems from, or at least partly stems from. I feel like there's so much pressure on society to be a certain way. At one mm-hmm. point, I feel like it was anorexia. Um, but to be honest, I I feel like now it's the opposite. Yeah, now it's all body positivity, whether you're like 600 pounds. Yeah, like I definitely agree. We should be celebrating all body types and we should all be made to feel comfortable in our own bodies. But like, I feel like being obese comes with a lot of... um, Health problems. Yeah. I I had fatty liver disease because of my weight. And I know I texted you the other day. Yeah. And I believe I called you as well because I was up all night crying and convincing myself that I had fucking heart disease. Yeah. Like, I'm going to drop down dead because (laughs) I have heart disease. But the next day, what did I do? I come downstairs. I carry on (laughs) munching. I carry on hiding my wrappers. And I know it's not right. But then I take my vitamin supplements, like my my fish oil, my macaroon. And I think that's going to cure me. (laughs) Yeah, like they cancel each other out, right? Yeah, like how the fuck could I have heart disease? Because I just took my fish oil. (laughs) But that's the thing. We're getting our information from none of the right places because everyone has some sort of agenda. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe some people are happy being obese, but not me. Yeah. Am I this way? Yeah. Do I emotionally eat? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly the same. Like, I feel like, as I was saying, I feel like I remember the time, um, well, not remember the time. I feel like I remember um, sort of where mine stemmed from. When we were homeless and we were living in America, we were at a church family's house and they were just like feeding us like we'd never seen food before. And I was eating. (laughs) I was eating like I'd never seen food before. Like I was never going to see food ever again in my life. But yeah, it got to the point that I was so full and I was literally like in this coma, sat in this chair and I was like, I can't, I can't eat another bite. You're Um, a liar. Um, but then, yeah, the um, so yeah, the lady that um, whose house we were at, she came over and she offered me this Krispy Kreme donut. And I was like, no, thank you. I'm full. She was like, bitch, you lying. <laughs> but yeah, even like days, months later, like when we were homeless, <clears throat> we would be starving or have no food to eat. And I would just think back to that long lost donut. And I was like, why the fuck didn't I eat it? So I think it's like so deeply ingrained. Mm -hmm. Yours might come from a poverty perspective. Like you eat because you fear you don't have enough food. Like, yeah, I didn't know the next time that I was going to eat. Even though like now you make your own money and you live in your own space, you still have this irrational fear. Like, I don't know when I'm going to eat next. So I have to overeat. Yeah, like I'm still trying to break that link. Like I'm reading this book at the moment called The Chimp Paradox. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. He's a doctor like me. Will he make me skinny? Uh, Yeah, sort of. So it's basically he... Too much work. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be fat, bitch. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. So he basically breaks the brain up into three parts. So there's like the information part, which is where um, all of your memories are stored. There's the chimp, who's like the emotional part of your brain. And there's the human, which is you, like the logical part of the brain. Um, And as the human, you take information from the information storage part and Mm -hmm. you take it from the chimp. And then you use, you analyze the data Um, And then basically you make a decision based on that. The chimp represents like a whole different part of your brain um, because it's run by emotion. It sometimes takes over because um, it has the 
has the ability to do that yeah I think that must account for a lot of people who emotionally react rather than logically react the yeah exactly because um yeah because if you if you allow your chimp to overrun you then you lose yourself and you are letting the chimp sort of take over your life um but yeah it's not just to do with food it could be to do with anything um so like whether that's stress patience anger anything really um and it's the aim of your chimp to be rewarded and because your chimp knows it can get a quick reward from eating that's why we normally choose to satisfy our chimp over our human um but Mm -hmm. the the idea is that we want to break those habits and create new habits and over time you'll be rewarded in a different way so if you get your chimp used to um being rewarded by losing a bit of weight you're teaching your chimp to be rewarded in a different way if that makes sense okay i've watched tiger king how long does it take to train your chimp it's really about like breaking habits over time so bitch too long i'm saying that <laughs> but yeah we've been saying this episode that i think i'm a doctor um but i mm-hmm. feel like it's the perfect time now to break it to you that i'm not actually a doctor gosh gosh <laughs> but this guy actually is so if you do want more information on this i feel like it's a really good book to read it's called the chimp paradox by steve peters um yeah i found it really helpful i've read it once before um, i'm just going through and reading it again Basically, as my brain is made of mashed potato and I forget everything in three seconds. And that's why I'm still fucking fat. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it's a really good book if you want to learn a little bit more about how your mind works and how to break um, bad habits. Check it out. Check it out. This is free promo. If not, stay a fat bitch like me. (laughs) Stay a fat bitch like us and listen to our fucking podcast. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So that's all we have for today. If you want to join us next week where we're going to talk about how hard dating is being a fat bitch. Especially when you have a cute face. Chubby waist, <laughs> legs in shape. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd love to hear your stories as well and all the crazy shit you got up to in school. Or maybe hiding McDonald's bags from your partner's <laughs> KFC buckets because you can't bear to bring it inside and admit to everyone you've had this from family variety bucket. A bucket the size of my mum's vagina. <laughs> well thank you guys this was so much fun yeah um you can find us on our very newly set up instagram page it's um two fat bitches that's the number two not in letters fat with a ph um and bitches with a z on the end because we just want to make it fucking complicated yeah that that was really complicated (laughs) that was a headache that's two fat bitches is the name of the podcast copy and paste that shit you know um and then my personal is zion aisha um that's z-i-o-n aisha i-y-e-i-s-h-a because again my mum wanted to fucking complicate things i was gonna say how many letters of the alphabet do you need (laughs) (laughs) and mine is nice and simple that would be taylor t-a-y-l-a dot robin r-o-b-y-n i love how neither of us are using our last names because our dads are pieces of shit fuck you robin (laughs) (laughs) oh shit your middle name's your dad's name yes (laughs) there's no escape (laughs) there's no escape (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, bitches. Bye. That was cute. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs>